Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Anti-Bullying 101. This podcast is designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Enjoyed the podcast, everybody. Anti-Bullying 101. My name is Jim Burns and I'm here to share with you some tips, strategies, techniques, methods, ways that you can help your children, help yourself deal with the bullying epidemic. And it is an epidemic. And we see it every day. We see it in, in our schools, we see it in communities, we see it uh, in, in, in the workforce, we see it in politics, we see it all over the place. Bullying is a problem that just seems to want to hang around. It will not go away. And we have to deal with it. We have to deal with the problems that it creates, the harassment, the intimidation, the bullying, the problems that this thing creates is monumental. And it's all over the place. It's all over the place. The election is over. We're going to have a new president. There's, there's no question about it. I don't know what's going to happen in terms of the litig- litigation that's going on right now. But in fact... Joe Biden won the election. And to some, that's a very happy thing. And to others, they're not so happy. And when you take that split in a country where you have 50% of the people liking or disliking one of the candidates and not knowing how to express themselves with their displeasure, what happens is is you end up with mass bullying, mass problems. When you take partisan politics and you have the one party, you know, fighting with the other party, can't make decisions, can't do what's best 
for their state uh, or their um, constituents. They can't get along. They end up bullying each other, you know, in the process. And it's a, it's a, a really horrible thing because this type of thing affects a nation. It affects a nation. Before we look at an entire country that's going to be in a very, very different place come the beginning of the year, I believe that in order for a nation to heal, in order for a nation to start getting along, what they have to do is we have to start it at the ground level. There's a lot of reasons why people don't get along. And most of the time, it's based on the imprint that they got as young people. And there was youth conflict that was never resolved, either between them and their parents, them and teachers, them and bullies, and so what's happened is that youth conflict became an adult conflict. And they go through life, <clears throat> excuse me, with attitudes and behaviors, and they use words, and their thoughts are off on how they can get along with other people. Remember, you know, what do you actually have? You have 300 and more than 300 million people in the United States. That means that roughly 175 million people are unhappy. And when 175 million people are unhappy and they don't know how to express themselves, you have a problem. When they don't know how to manage relationships at the very, at the ground level, if they were never taught, if they were never taught how to disagree with the right attitude, if they were never taught how to cooperate when they disagree, that behavior from childhood carries over into adult life. And then they become adults who have these problems. They become adults who don't understand that you know, someone else has a different perspective than them, than them in life. And what they do is they start to try and bully. They start to try and use intimidation to try and get what they want. So my feeling is if we want to teach an entire nation to get along, there were certain things that we have to do individually in order to make sure that future generations learn how to get along and all of this backbiting, fighting, rumors, digging up dirt, all this stuff that goes on, you know, within the country and within politics will stop. But there's got to be another generation. There's got to be another group of people who will 
take the mantle and will say, I understand what I have to do. And I'm sure there are people like that now who were raised and had a minimum amount of youth conflict when they were younger and they were able to go forward. Parenting plays a big part in this because every single person on this planet has a parent or had a parent and either taught them right from wrong, taught them how to manage relationships, taught them how to deal with their work, taught them how to be a good husband, uh, a good wife, or a good parent. Someone taught those people. So what I'm going to do with you in this podcast, in this episode of Anti-Bullying 101, is I'm going to go over some things that we have to do as a nation so that we all can get along. We all can get along. There are certain things that individuals have to do. There are certain things that people who are in the workforce have to do, who are working in their job. There are certain things that people who are in politics have to do. Or they have to teach their children how to do it. But if they don't know how to do it first, they're going to have a rough time teaching their kids because they're just going to be a bad example. So as you listen to this podcast, do yourself a favor and transfer this information to others. Start to practice some of the things that I'm going to share with you. And do your best to try, when necessary, to make changes in your own behavior So that you learn how to get along with others if in fact you're having difficulty. And everyone has difficulty with someone. It's the the extent of the difficulty. It's the severity of the difficulty. And how far someone is willing to go to try and get what they want. Now, what are some of these things that we have to do? First of all, number one, we were all put together in a certain way. Whether you believe in evolution, whether you believe in the Bible, whether you believe in God, our makeup has been been formed somehow, some way, genetically and environmentally. Some people are too tall. Some people are too short. Some people have a big head. Some people have bad teeth. Some people have big ears. Whatever the case may be, that's the way we're put together. Now, our personalities are formed environmentally. That's what I talk about by an imprint. And the character qualities that we develop are based on the environment that we lived in with our parents. In order for a person to get along with someone else, the one thing that they have to do is like themselves first. They have to have a good sense of who they are. They have to like 
what they do. And if they don't like themselves, they have to be willing to make the changes necessary so that they do like themselves. They are content. They have a good self-image, a good self-esteem. They accept who they are. Because when people like themselves, they are less argumentative, they're more confident, they, and they're willing to listen to people who have a different perspective than them or a different thought than them. They don't argue all the time because they're confident in who they are. If you're a parent right now, your one thing that you can do is help your own son or daughter like themselves. Because if you got people liking themselves, guess what? They're going to like others. Liking yourself also means that you use a uh, a, a method of self-care. You care for yourself. You take care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. You care about your body, your mind, your emotions, and who you really are from a value standpoint, a character standpoint, and a spiritual standpoint. And once you get into that position where you're liking yourself, you will have less difficulty with others. And as a nation, we need people to begin to like who they are. With that like comes acceptance of others. And we have to learn how to value the differences that other people have that are around us in this nation and in this world. The next thing that we have to do is we have to recognize authority. There's basic authority in this world. You have family authority, which is the parents. You have community authority, which would be your mayor, your council, the police. You have um, governmental authority, which is, you know, your congressman, your governor, your senators, and all the way up to the president of the United States. Do we have to like the president of the United States? Well, no. 50% of the country just told us that they didn't like the president. But ask yourself this question. Is he the president? And if in fact he is the president, we have to have respect for his position. You don't have to like the person, but you have to respect the position. And therein lies the separation that we have to teach our children that there are people and there are positions. You have a person who is your teacher. Do you like them? Maybe not. You may, you may not like me as your mom or your dad. 
But the bottom line is I have a position in your life that you must respect. There has to be a level of respect for the position. There has to be. Because if there's not, if there's not, okay, what will happen is you'll have nothing but arguing, fighting, rumors, gossip, and the person that you don't like, you will look to find all the evidence to support your belief. So in order for a nation to get along, we have to learn how to separate the person from the position. And I dare say and, and that Donald Trump had more people dislike him as a person than they did as the president. And that may have been the reason why they didn't vote for him. That may very well be. But when you start to look at the authority that is in the world, there has to be a general respect for the position. Unless the authority is a dictatorship and it's way out of whack, then you, then you have a, a right to fight for your freedom. The other thing that I'll share with you is, you know, we have in communities, we have police officers that go out that are paid to protect. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to get into, you know, whether or not when they went out to protect that they, they killed somebody. <clears throat> That's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about is the guy that goes to work every day he doesn't put on his uniform and say, I'm going to find somebody that I can shoot. That's not his goal. And if, the, if there is a, um, a screening process in place, those types of people should be screened out. And if they're not, they need to change the screening process. So you don't have people with issues that e which causes them to be either racist or causes them to be uh, can fly off the handle quickly, angry, and so on. By and large, the police being in authority, we have to have a respect for their position. Are there bad cops? Sure. Are there bad doctors? Sure. Are there bad lawyers? Sure. Are there bad teachers? Yes. There's no question. But I will tell you that they're in positions that they're in because of the vocation that they chose. And when your kids go to school, they have a teacher. They're not going to school now because of the coronavirus. But the teacher's the one who's in charge. Mom and dad are in charge. We have to teach them who the boss is and respect our position. Are you going to disagree with me? Yes, but you have to disagree with the right attitude. Do you want to cooperate with me? No, probably not. But what you have to do is you have to learn how to cooperate even though you disagree. 
So, that's two of them. You got to like yourself, and you have to understand authority. Then we have responsibility. Responsibility. Responsibility is nothing more than us being aware of our thoughts, words, actions, attitudes, and motives. What we think we are going to say, what we say oftentimes we act on. And every single individual has to get a grip on what they think and what they say. Freedom of speech is not the freedom to say what you want, but the wisdom to say what you ought to say. And you have to practice deference and you have to use your head. And we have to teach our children this. But in order for us to get along as a nation, we have to make sure that every person is responsible. If I'm not responsible in my roles as a teacher, a parent, a spouse, a worker for anything around my house, home repairs, whatever the case may be, you will see what irresponsibility looks like. But each person has to become more responsible for how they behave and what they say and how they act. Every person. You want to get along as a nation? Number one, you have to like yourself. Number two, you got to understand that there are authority figures in place and we have to separate the person from the position. Number three, we have to be responsible for thoughts, words, actions, attitudes, and motives. Those are three of them. The next one is the ability to problem solve, to problem solve. We have to develop that. And everyone talks about think win-win. Let's win-win. Well, you know, the bottom line is win-win doesn't exist because somebody always wins and somebody always loses. There's no question about it. If win-win existed, you'd have two Super Bowl champs, two World Series champs, and you'd have two presidents because nobody would lose. So when problems occur between two people or between two parties or between people of different races, eth ethnicities, and so on, we have to figure out how we're going to solve the problem. You don't start a riot as your means of showing your displeasure. You sit down and you discover the other person's perspective. And by the way, successful people can see life from the other person's perspective. And then what they do is they try to see life from the same perspective. Problem solving coming to the table, dealing with the issues. 
that cause us to have the disagreements that we're having. And oftentimes that may be require both parties to scrap, to scrap their thoughts in terms of what they want to do and work with the other party. And it could be an individual, could be a political party, could be teacher unions, could be uh, employment unions, could be any two different parties that have different viewpoints. They may need to scrap everything and start over and work with the person who they see as their adversary to solve an issue, to solve a problem, and to really look at the problems that are in front of them and take the time and swallow your pride. That's the only way it'll happen. It doesn't have to be your way. It doesn't have to be my way. It has to be a way. And I often use the little math problem. One plus one equals three. That means I have an idea and you have an idea. And guess what happens? We put our two heads together faithfully, caringly, with open minds, and we come up with a third idea on how to solve a problem. It starts with folks liking yourself. It starts with teaching our children to like themselves. People who don't like themselves become bitter, angry, and they don't take into consideration anyone but themselves. Help your children like how they are put together. And then, through your guidance and your direction, they learn how to develop the character qualities that are necessary to carry with them through life where they can be upstanding people. The next thing is, We have to care for others. And we have to care for the environment. We have to care for our homes. We have to care for the people that are with us. Family, you know, people that we work with, and so on. Everything that we have, everything that we have, needs care. That's every person and everything. They need care. They need to be nurtured. They need to be brought along. They need to know that we love them. They need to know that we will do anything for them. They need to know that we have their back in tough situations. There was an expression years ago that someone taught me that said, if you hear it or if you see it, you own it. If I hear things that that are going on, I hear what people say. I see that my wife is drifting further away from me. I see that my kids are getting angry at me. 
I own that and I have to take the time to repair it. You're on the job and you see that people are having difficulty with you. Straighten it out. You're in the you're involved politically and you're rubbing everybody the wrong way and you refuse to ask for advice and your ego gets in the way and you think you have all the answers and you got difficulty in relationships. And by the way, that's the public side of it. We don't know the private side of it. And we certainly don't know the secret side of it, which goes on inside of someone's head. The private side is between an individual and his family. And how an individual gets along with family will determine how they're going to get along with others. So if you have any repair work to do, do it in your family first. It'll help clear your conscience. And you'll be much happier. And as you become more and more happy, having levels of respect and responsibility will come much easier. The next one. If we are going to get along as a nation, we have to understand our own moral compass and we have to know we have to know which direction it's pointing. We have to know what our values are. We have to have a value system. We have to have a belief system. Something that we stand on as an individual. And if the belief system is flawed because of the imprint that we got as a child, then we have to begin the very difficult work of changing what we believe in. Because if we don't do that, and we have a flawed belief system, we're going to go through life offending people, having difficulty with people, having difficulty on the job, and so on. And if we have a flawed belief system, and we are in one of the two parties that exist today in this world, the two major parties, we are going to fight and argue for our own weaknesses until we get what we want and we may not even get it. And that may include re-election. Help your kids like themselves. Help them discover the difference between the person and the position. Make them aware of where their thoughts have taken them in terms of responsibility. Always teach respect in your home. Understand that you can solve a problem. If you just sit down and talk, and go over what your desires are and understand the desires of someone else. Be aware that you own everything, including certain relationships, your job, when you have children, you have to be responsible for their well-being and learn how to take care of them.
and then discover your own moral compass and get your value system in line and understand what your belief systems are and what you believe in. Then discover for yourself each individual discover for themselves what it takes to do all of this. Do you need to read more? Do you need therapy? Maybe some people can get to a point where they need to be in prison. Do you need the church? Do you need God? Do you need someone who has insight into your behavior or your thoughts? What do you need? What do you want to become? What does success look like to you once you've done all of this? Because I will tell you, I will tell you, you're not going to do it alone. And you may have to rely on other people, other places, and other things to help you reach your goal of number one, liking yourself, number two, understanding authority, number three, being aware of what your responsibilities are, number four, how do you problem solve, and bear in mind there may not be win-win, how do you manage those who have been entrusted to you and things that have been entrusted to you? What's your value system? Where's your compass pointing? And when you get down to it, how are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? Or better yet, how are you going to teach your kids how to do it because they're the next generation coming up? And we want to make sure that they have a better shot, they have a better attitude, they have better thoughts and better motives than we could ever have had. And they can manage relationships in a very loving and caring and respectful way. How can we all get along as a nation? It starts with each individual doing something different and looking to make changes in how they do things now. And this isn't easy. This is hard. But if we want to make the changes that are necessary for what I call a nation that will be successful life long going forward for the next 250 years each individual has got to roll up their sleeves get their hands dirty and make some make some necessary changes in order for them to contribute to a nation the United States of America that I believe needs some help right now Let's all give it a try, folks. New president, 
Probably a lot of people have new senators and congressmen. Let's all give this a try so that we can help this nation. Because the nation is composed of 350 million people who who live here and we're going to have to learn how to value the differences and how to get along and it starts right at the ground level in families and in homes and in schools and a variety of other workforce, variety of other places. I think we can do this. It may take another generation for it to occur. But if we all put our mind to it and we all care deeply enough about where we live, I think you'll find that making some attempts to, to uh, toward individual change will make the difference. My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. Please, if you haven't done so already, okay, please go to the membership site. I'm going to put a link in the episode description. I've got great stuff going on there, which, and I would like you to have access to it. It would be for members only. The membership is $9.97 a month. Okay, and you're going to get a bunch of stuff that's going to be yours and will be added to each and every month. Right now, what's going to be going in very soon is Stress Management Through Balance. It's a course that I've written that I believe you will do very, you will find to be very helpful in terms of managing stress and dealing with a balanced life. So please click on that link. That will help you. Um, there's a bunch of other stuff. If you haven't done so, go to Patreon. Make a donation if you can because this podcast doesn't run on its own and we always need the help. Trauma Stories is a, another podcast that I do. If you'd like to come on, if you would like to be a guest and share your story or if you'd like to send me your story in an email, send it to Trauma Stories 1955 at gmail.com. That's Trauma Stories 1955 at gmail.com. If you'd like to email me, I'll have my email address in, in the um, episode description and you can send me an email. I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to do whatever we can to work together with my audience to help make this one of the best years we're gonna that we've ever had and moving forward improve the life of each individual person that lives in this country and who lives in the world once again my name is Jim Burns I thank you for listening to anti-bullying 101